My name is Carlos Saleh, and I love to talk about conversion rate optimization. I'm Simba, and I love asking questions about conversion optimization. This is CRO Live Hour, a show all about A-B testing, experimentation, and conversion rate optimization. Each episode, Khalid amazes me, answering some of the difficult CRO questions, dropping insights like it's no big deal. Well, pretty much every episode will take on a new set of conversion rate optimization questions that are not easy. We will talk strategies, we will talk process, and we will talk tactics. Simba will be bringing all the questions. Oh man, I bring tough questions like, do A-B testing results fade over time? How do you go from low to high testing velocity? How do you measure the success of a conversion funnel? And how do you align your CRO program with a growth strategy? Yeah, Khalid, these are very, very tough questions. Yes, they are, but we always answer them here. And if you love conversion optimization like we do, and certainly like Simba does, subscribe to the CRO Live Hour podcast today, wherever you listen to your podcasts. What kind of results do you think you can produce in a space of three months? We do produce results within three months. I know that. When you work with Invest, we're like, you know, a fast machine. I mean, usually by the second month, you're up and running. Testing is there and you're seeing the results. And I always tell every company that we sign with, after three months, there's a call that I'm going to give you to talk about the results. But I'm talking to clients and companies that we work with a lot earlier than that. If somebody comes and says, hey, I'll work with you for three months, I tell them, well, there's plenty of other conversion optimization companies out there that will work with you for three months, have at it. Are they going to produce the same results? Some of them might produce might produce the same results. It's rare. There's probably like three or four other agencies worldwide that can match the quality of work that we do and the results that we do. We do ask for a one-year commitment. Now, lots of times, whenever companies talk to us, they're like, one year, why are you trying to tie us up? I tell them, in all honesty, a one-year commitment is not very interesting to me. Two years? years, three years relationship. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for somebody who's going to stick around with us for a long time. They say, well, what if it's not working? Very normal question to ask. And I love for them to ask that. I tell them, okay, first off, if it's not working, it's not like, you know, I'm going to disappear. So we're talking constantly. So you're always emailing me. You have my phone number. You call me. I'm the president of the company. I'm the CEO of the company. We're going to be talking. We're not going to come three months into the project. And you're like, oh man, I'm discovering that it's not working. No, we're going to have that conversation. Second thing, we want to understand why it's not working. Is it not working because we're not following our process or is it not working because of something else? It's very important to understand why the process is not working. And I tell them, I've done this long enough, 24,000 A-B tests and, and counting. I am surprised if our process doesn't work. Every once in a while, I'm surprised, but it's rare for me to be surprised. And that is a very honest conversation. My goal is not to rob somebody. The worst thing that you could do to somebody is to keep them in a relationship because the contract says you have to stay in a relationship. You have to deliver results and they have to be happy with the relationship. So I tell them, hey, friend, relationship. If something happens and we're on the same page, you can probably walk away. During COVID, we've had two clients who have had annual contracts with us. One of them had sponsorship from Nike and Adidas and overnight their sponsorship got canceled. One of the partners called me and said, Khaled, we can't do this. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. It was as simple as that. You know, don't worry about it. We'll get other business. He knew that he doesn't have to think a lot. And I knew I don't was like, what's the point? Have him pay us and then have him go bankrupt because he has to pay us. It's just a stupid way of doing business. At the same time, what I'm trying to avoid is companies that change their mind. Because I've also dealt with CEOs who today's trend is conversion optimization, tomorrow's trend is SEO, the next day's, next week's trend is PPC. I don't want to deal with a company like that. We're not a good fit 
for them. So I'm very clear with them that first, you're hiring us because that's the latest and greatest and you might change your mind. Don't hire us. There's plenty of other companies who would love to take your money. If you're hiring us, but you're not going to let us do our own thing, don't hire us. There's probably better, easier companies to deal with than invest. When you hire us, we will do things our way. Hold us responsible for the results, but let us do our thing. Whenever you're starting an engagement, pre-engagement, there's this dance, this buyer-seller dance, and I'm very clear within a company that talks to us. I tell them I'm not interested in the buyer-seller dance. Let's just have a very honest and transparent conversation. And I will tell you if we're not a good fit. Actually, during our sales process, I tell them, here's our deal breakers. I'm very clear. If you're not comfortable with any of those, walk away. We might not be the good fit for everybody. I know we're not the good fit for, for everybody. Thank <laughs> you.